リンクスタート先輩先輩
So, at Netflix, which was yesterday, they announced some amazing things that are coming up. A couple of my favorites that I want to highlight. The first one is Stranger Things. They have let us know Stranger Things is coming soon. They are working on it. It's the final season. And the best part is, is they teased somebody who's a prevalent 80s actor, you could say, that's going to be in this new season. And I'm super yoked and excited about it because if you've heard of a show or movie or called Terminator, and how that was a huge franchise about the cyborgs and the robots taking over and destroying humanity which we're not far off from by the way it was such a cool franchise of its time you had Arnold Schwarzenegger I'll be back it's insane um, I believe the main character, I don't want to butcher her name, but the mom that's in that, Sarah Connor, the actress who plays her, she is going to be in the new season of Stranger Things, and I love the fact that they're keeping it consistent with the 80s theme that the entire show is revolving around. Like, you have Winona Ryder, and they're, uh, what? Strike that, reverse that. Winona Ryder. <laughs> Ryder! Today, Junior! Is in this show. I think it's cool that they're taking prominent 80s actors or actresses in this case and bringing them to the forefront. And I love the tease. I love the fact that they're getting us hyped for it because it's probably going to be another year or two. Like, I don't mean to kind of set you down here, but it's going to take some time because just like Game of Thrones or any of these big, massive shows that have a huge following to them, they're going to spend a lot of time divulging into whether it be the filming, the cinematography, everything they need. They're going to spend their time. So we probably won't get this till 2025, if I had to guess. But it's just cool that they're letting us know, like, yo, don't trip out. It is there. And it is being worked on. So I'm super pumped about that. Shout out Sarah Connor. Hopefully, you know, a Terminator pops out here and like kills all the stuff that's left in, you know, the upside down, which is really cool. So had to mention that one. The next one, which is super dope as well. I don't know if you've grew up watching this cartoon. Uh, a lot of people think it's an anime. It's not an anime, unfortunately. It's not made in the Eastern culture. Avatar The Last Airbender. They announced, and it looks like they're going to be doing a TV show for Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix, and it looks like it might be a live adaptation. I cannot confirm or deny, but from what we saw from their tease trailer that they released, it showed all the different elements, earth, wind, fire, water. It showed them all, and it showed it in a very detailed orient, so you can only assume, which a lot of us do here, but it does seem to me like there is going to be a live adaptation of Airbender God, I can't wait for Avatar. I'm super yoked. I grew up watching it. I love the show too. Aang was such a homie. But the really cool thing is that I think this is the next step of a lot of things that are coming out. And I'm a big fan of adaptation. That's why today's show is a big thing, which I will segue into here shortly. And the third announcement that also happened at Netflix, is they announced One Piece is getting a live adaptation and it's already done for what they have done so far. And it's going to be released the end of August, 31st, I believe. Now, let me go off here for a second and do a little tangent rift here. Do you guys understand how excited I am? And I am not even a One Piece guy. If you're a fan of this show and you've watched anything that I do, you know I'm not a One Piece guy. I do not care for One Piece. It is way too long. I do not have the time to invest in all of that. But I can respect Oda and I can respect the product he's done and how within COVID times, especially the recent two, three years, the abundant amount of fans it has brought into the actual atmosphere of anime because of the cultural stigmas it's done and also on social media, how it's been able to carry itself to consistent new heights and basically go viral and become a trend so i saw this and when i watched the trailer and i mean the trailer is absolutely amazing 
This movie slash show slash who knows how long this is going to go into it. It feels like a movie when you watch it. This show is going to do something that I have been yearning and waiting for. So for me to tell you that I'm excited to watch this live adaptation says a lot. Because again, I am not a One Piece fan. I, I think the mangas are great. Oda has my respect. But I don't care for the anime. The live adaptation, I got goosebumps watching it. Would you like to know why? So now, as anime fans, which most of us are not really anime fans, we just like anime, you have to put your bias to the side, you have to put your critique to the side, and especially your expectations of what you want from a show. Now, I can understand with Cowboy Bebop and their live adaptation, it didn't do well. They tried to do too much, they tried to change too much and not keep it consistent with the storyline itself. So a lot of people were deterred from it. I personally didn't watch a single episode of the Cowboy Bebop live adaptation. You want to know why? I didn't care for all the changes they did. I think they were trying to do too much and be proactive from a political standpoint. You didn't need to do that. Just make the show, make it good and have fun, right? This time, and I really mean it this time, I feel Netflix understands what the fans want. As myself... I know the lore of One Piece. I know the characters. I know where their regions come from. Luffy, Zoro, everybody that's connected to it, right? What's really crazy about this and the things that I did a TikTok video on this and promoted that it was coming out, most people were very negative about this. They were not excited. They didn't like the way that Luffy looked. They didn't like the way that the characters were either portrayed or how they were played. They didn't like the dialogue. They didn't like a lot of things and they were nitpicking it, right? But this is very fascinating to me and curious because you have to understand a live adaptation and especially this one, which looks like it's going to stay true to the roots about Luffy's background, his culture, same with Zoro, where they originate from within the story and trying to capture it from an ethnical background and especially keeping the characters in contrast with how they're written. This looks amazing. I love the fact that the dialogue seems cheesy and corny. Anime is that way. If you go back and watch a lot of our animes, do you know how much fan service and over-the-top lewdness is in a lot of these shows that isn't needed? But we love it because it's anime. Because it's animated, we feel like it gets a pass. But if it goes to a live audience aspect and live people playing it in a realistic standpoint, sure, there's going to be CGI with the We saw the fish and all that stuff. They're trying to keep it as authentic as they can from at least what we saw from the trailer and adding it into a live setting. Do you know how good this is going to be? You have to understand you need to put your bias to the side. Live adaptations have had a roller coaster of a way throughout all of these years. Trust me. I mean, we will even go to a non-anime standpoint and talk about Avatar, which I just recently mentioned, The Last Airbender, and how M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong just utterly, I've never, this is literally talent. He destroyed the entirety of that adaptation for how they were supposed to plan multiple movies out, out of that because of how bad that first one was and how bad the fans hated what happened with that. And trust me, when I watched it, which was so many moons ago, it was bad. I need to rewatch it again to really see if it was really bad as I thought it was, but it was bad. And it shut down the entirety of the continuation of that adaptation. You have to see though here, I think this is the chance. I think this has the makings to be the first adaptation to do it right.
And do you know how crazy it is to say that? Because I'm somebody, as I just said, I do not care for One Piece. And the fact when I watched this trailer and I got so excited to where I got goosebumps from the score it played from the first original opening in the background to Luffy engaging with Zoro and Robin and building the crew, showing his first gum gum, the first punch he throws on the ship. It's just, they did it right. From everything I've seen from a trailer standpoint, this is it. This is going to be the next step of adaptations. And you have to really recognize this, recognize this when I say this. We need this to succeed. Because I want anime to progressively keep growing and to bring in a broader audience fandom. So think of it this way. If we start taking some of our favorite shows of all time that have a massive following, or maybe not, you know, we can do some ones like Spice and Wolf for myself. If we can take these and have enough support in people who are interested in it and turn them into live adaptations to create multitude of different stories from a physical standpoint within this three-dimensional reality, do you know how many more people are going to be open to not only watching it, discussing it, but now starting to kind of point their eyes towards the anime realm that never watch anime? Do you know why I say this? The Last of Us. Sure, I understand there was some political stuff added in there as well. Everybody's got their type. I just think personally, when I watch The Last of Us, not only is that main cat supreme, I'm forgetting his name, but he's in memes all over TikTok and everything. I loved the way they brought one of the best video games made within our lifetime and turned it into a live television series through HBO. And it was great. I literally loved it. Again, it played out so cool consistently with the first video game and how everything transpired and seeing it kind of be brought into our reality in a physical attribute is so dope to me. And it was such a good time. Everybody was talking about it. That shows you that a video game now got the highlight it deserved from branching out into a multitude of different type of spectrums of entertainment and still able to succeed. Now, as you as a One Piece fan, if you go onto my post where I posted and talked about this upcoming uh, show through Netflix, or you go anywhere, or you talk to people, and you talk down on this adaptation, I hope you know you're not a true anime fan. And I mean this when I say this. If you're somebody who is talking down already on a product that's not even released, and already talking negatively because of a trailer... You have no idea how far you are from reality. You should be so fully supportive of this because this brings more attention to your favorite show. This brings more eyes to your product. And this feeds the internal beast and the monster of it even more because now it spreads out into different brackets. Which means if this does well, they can make an entire movie. You know Red? The movie that came out that everybody was hyped about? Imagine if they adapted that into a live action movie and sunk millions of dollars into it. Do you know how fun that would be to watch? You have to remember, if you're a true fan of something, you're a fan of all of it. And it doesn't mean that you can't critique it. It doesn't mean that you can't be somebody that is very analytical and somebody that uses analytics, you could say, and is a kind of like you're going through a multitude of things to see if it does deserve a good grade, right? So like a grading system. You have to go through it and have a different type of categories of things it needs to accomplish. That's fine. I'm all about that. But to already shoot something down before it's even released, do you really realize how crazy that sounds and how much you're already farther from the side of what you should be than you even realize? You're turning into a negative attribute of something that isn't even released yet publicly. It's a trailer. Sure, a trailer can give you vibes or a thought about something, right? That's fine. But if you're truly a One Piece fan, 
You should be supportive and hope for this to succeed. You should have a positive attribute of thinking this could be something great and I'm praying they do a great job with it and they don't try to destroy it or to do something different. Just follow what Oda left for you guys and have fun with it. Seems pretty simple to me, doesn't it? What's one of the biggest gripes people have with Tokyo Ghoul? They went away from the manga, they did their own thing, got weird in season two, and season three was just awful, right? This has a chance to do something iconic, and I'm ready for live adaptations to take that next step. I'm different than most anime fans. I think I am truly an anime fan because I've watched so many adaptations, and I love a lot of them. Dude, like, they even have adaptation shows, like Kakiguri, the one that's about the gambling, the thrill Dude, they have a whole television show that's live action, and it was dope. Just like in the show, when a character starts rifting or talking about something, everyone around them freezes. Like, they pause the scene, and they go into a rift. And then it picks back up, and all the actors start moving again. Do you know how cool that is to see that on a live attribute in a physical realm like reality? That is so cool to me, and people hate all the time. I watched the Bleach movie of live adaptation. I liked it. I watched the One Piece uh, trailer, and I'm excited for it. I watched the old Dragon Ball Z one. It wasn't the best, but it was still fun to watch. I watched the Death Note one. I actually thought it was dope to see Ryuk, Light, and this whole attribute of the story brought to life. Sure, the characters aren't the same. You can't capture that essence. It's anime. Anime is far superior to live action. Just understand that. I've seen so many of these, just like Full Metal Alchemist, and people always hate on it. It's like, dog, why are you guys so negative? Dude, it's not supposed to be better. Do you understand this? It's not going to be better. You literally have found something you have fallen in love with, and now they're trying to bring it to the normie attention or to give you more of the product from a different attribute, and you're pooping on it. If you don't like it, that's fine. But don't just hate to hate, because I'm telling you, it has become a cultural norm for people just to shit on all of these adaptations and just say how bad they are. Oh, yeah. listen to Luffy's voice. It doesn't sound the same. Oh, look at how the characters are designed. Oh, look at the dialogue. What? What dialogue? It was a two-minute trailer. They just put the highlights there to get you incorporated to it. It's supposed to have that feel. It's supposed to feel like you're watching an anime in a physical attribute. So I'm excited. And I really want to do like a call to arms here and ask you guys to be a little bit more open-minded to adaptations and be welcoming of it. Because sure, just like I mentioned with Space Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, it didn't seem like they did a good job. Nobody really liked it. I didn't watch it, so I can't give you a, a thought or opinion on it, but I stayed away because I just didn't care for it, right? Like it, it didn't catch my attention. Something about this one piece caught my attention and I'm going to watch it. And that says a lot. But to kind of transfer this over... Think about it from the attribute now of the adaptation world and bringing some of the craziest things over to a live action side, right? So there's a lot of good shows out there that I hope can come one day. For myself, I would love to see Spice and Wolf. I would love to see Samurai Champlow since they did Cowboy Bebop. I would love to see Vinland Saga. Can you imagine live action Vikings in a live adaptation side watching Thorfinn go through everything? Bro, say less. How about even Ancient Magus Bride that brings you into a beautiful world like Harry Potter? There is a lot of potential here, and I'm excited for it. I am so yoked. I cannot wait to see how this goes. And trust me when I tell you, after August, when we go into September, you're going to get my thoughts, and I can't wait to talk more about it. So now that that's a big prevalent focus, uh, prevalent, and how adaptations have been kind of the spotlight of so far this podcast, 
Why don't we take it into a different attribute and we carry the show even further? So something came across my screen when I was scrolling through the abundance of YouTube videos and the greatness of social media, which by the way, limit yourself. You don't need that many endorphin rushes. Go outside, touch some grass, go work out, maybe talk to people. It fills that hole you need just as well. I came across something and it was a fan-made, independently put together anime version of SpongeBob SquarePants. Now, when I tell you, this was probably one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. And the fact you get to see SpongeBob have this insane fight, and I'm forgetting his name. It's the bigger fish guy that hides the pickles under his tongue. It was unbelievable to see SpongeBob SquarePants in a shonen attribute with the over-emotional attachments, the crazy fight scenes, and the over-the-top dialogue, and Sandy Cheeks and Patrick being this samurai. It just, it was so cool. I loved it. And if you have never seen it, I highly recommend you give it a chance. All you have to do is go to YouTube and just type in SpongeBob anime, and I'm sure it'll pop up. It got me thinking, though, as I was watching it, what else would I like to see as an anime? And so since adaptations seem to be a big part of the future for a lot of the anime culture, what if we continue it now from an opposite perspective? And that's what I really wanted to riff on today with you guys for this show. What if we take some of my favorite TV shows, movies, and video games and made them into animes? Now think about that. The anime genre itself has a multitude of different brackets, genres, and everything we like, right? But what if we take some of the most iconic things that we either grew up with, that we either watched, stumbled across in life, or got to play as kids as video games, but get to give them now some funding, some backing, and turn them into an anime show? Can you imagine how insane this would be? I'm sure right now, after me mentioning this, you've already got a couple things that popped in your mind, whether it be some of your favorite TV shows, whether it be some movies that you've watched that you love, or even all the way down to video games you have played. Can you imagine if somebody gave it the time, the funding, one of your favorite anime studios was able to bring it in-house to have their talented animators and drawers and writers, producing staff all come together to at least give it a season or two? Do you know how amazing this would be? So I really started to flow with this and I was like, you know what? We have to talk about this because, again, I think if this is possible and this can be manifested and brought to the real life perspective of life itself and being able to be accomplished, we are going to be into a jolly good time and a riffing good world because there are some amazing things that I grew up watching that I need to be an anime. And that's where I want to start. I want to start with TV shows. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go through a plethora of these. And not only am I going to tell you which ones I want to see made into an anime and have their own adaptation, I'm going to tell you why and get into dialogue about each of these and why they would be so good. And hopefully, I can make a good enough argument here or a case that when I clip some of these, somebody out there that has the money or backing like Crunchyroll will be like, you know what? This kid's on to something. Give him a call. Let's see what else he has. <laughs> right? So let's start with shows themselves. The TV shows that I need to truly become anime as quick as possible. The first one, Game of Thrones. Now, if you've never seen Game of Thrones, you're not going to understand why me just saying the name of it gets you hyped. 
Game of Thrones is one of the few television shows, especially an HBO exclusive that had the money and funding and backing that was doing so well, it branched off into House of Dragons now, which is following the whole dragon side of the, um, I'm totally forgetting their name, it'll come back to me, but it's crazy to see that this show itself, the depth of a medieval time setting it brings with war and these different factions and families. You have the Lannisters. You have, ah, I don't know why I'm spacing on the dragon ones. It's going to come back to me. I know it will. Uh, Targaryen, see? I knew it would come back to me. You have these different families, and all of them are fighting for the Iron Throne, which is the one true king to rule them all. Almost like, you know, Lord of the Rings with the ring. And so what's so cool about this story is if you've never seen it too, I'm somebody who is enthralled with a medieval setting. I'm somebody who absolutely loves when you take me into a time setting that is so far back in the past before technology, before the shit reality we live within of everybody being so oversaturated with their cell phones and living on it like it's an extra freaking attachment or arm that's always on them. It's always there and it distracts people. It disillusions people. It removes people from the reality they're within. It sets them into this crazy hole where they have social and anxieties now and all this stuff, right? Then people's attention spans are terrible. Let's go back to a time where that was the focal point, was human connection, humanality, everything that revolved around it, because that's all there was. And so in this story itself, not only do you follow one of the most prominent families in this show, which is called the Starks, and seeing how everything around this family has almost a whirlwind effect, a tornado where everything gets ripped up, thrown around, everybody fighting one another to become the one true king, to sit on the Iron Throne and to rule the seven kingdoms. It is such a well-written story. The show itself has like eight seasons, I think, if I'm not mistaken. There is so much you can do with this on an anime side. It would blow my mind. There's dragons. There's almost magic in a little bit of a sense. There's so much lore built in like a sandwich. You wouldn't be able to finish it in multiple of sittings. It's the longest foot long you've ever seen in your life. It's like a 20 foot long sub. There's so much depth. There's so much lore. There's so much individual character growth and following of different stories all connected to one. You can take one character and do multiple episodes just following them and then tie it into different ones when you come back around. Like if you made this into a 24 episode spurt for per season, I just already know right now. It would increase the fandom of Game of Thrones that much more. And I know it's not physically possible. Like, trust me, I understand with licensing. I understand with the accordance to who owns the rights and who created it and et cetera, et cetera. I know all that. I'm throwing it all out the window, though. This is a world of creation. And I'm just riffing on the fact that if I could grab these things and turn them into an anime, we need to. So trust me, I get it. A lot of these things are impossible, quote unquote. But if I had billions of dollars, I'm sure I could make it happen. Game of Thrones, it has to be one of my top ones. It's literally the first one on my list when I wrote it down for shows that I would love to see transferred into an anime setting. Because again, with the character growth and the way that characters develop themselves... This show is so iconic for that simple factor of how you get attached to so many different characters, not even just the Stark family. And they're the main ones for this show. It is so cool, so well done. I would love to see Jon Snow fold like a paper towel again to Daenerys. I would love to see all of it and watch it on an anime setting. I think it would be beautiful. 
I think it would be iconic. And if you disagree, I really think you should go watch Game of Thrones again to really divulge into that world. Now, another TV show, Seinfeld. I would love if Seinfeld was able to get its own anime adaptation. Trust me when I say this, slice of life's are not for everybody. I truly believe if you've never watched Fruits Basket, you're missing out. That is a masterpiece of a show. It was revamped because the first original series, which was like over 10 years ago, only had one season. They came back, touched it up, finished it. It is a masterpiece. It is one of the few slice of lives that I can recommend to anybody. And I promise you when I I mean this, when I say it, it is one of the best written stories ever brought to screen and adapted into an anime. It's perfect. The character growth and everything that's connected, Kill for Life, it is beautifully told. Seinfeld isn't on that level of like storytelling, but I love the fact it's a show about nothing. And somehow Jerry Seinfeld and everybody connected to this show are able to create a multitude of seasons. I think it's like 12 seasons, I have to go back and look, of a show based on nothing. Do you know how cool it would be to just have a fun anime show that's just comedic, comedy, fun characters that you get attached to and you have fun with, and you just watch them live normal lives? Because, I mean, think about this, really. Most people love animes because it takes you into things that are not possible, right? That's why it's really hard to make live adaptations of a lot of these different shows that are animes. You have to think about it. So, if we're always connected to this isekai aspects, being reborn in a different world, superpowers, super saiyan, the gum gum, the devil fruits, uh, anything, spellcasting, wizardry. If you can take a show that's just simply based on people trying to get by, living in New York, and in an anime setting, I have a hard time believing I wouldn't fall in love with it. Just to see how the actors would voice act these characters. Because George Costanza himself is already over the top and so colorful. Kramer himself, Elaine Bennis, Jerry Seinfeld. These characters are so unique to have them in a setting of a story where I get to watch them become animated and then have these fun attributes of connection where you can even dive into it, even even make it more extravagant when something happens. I have a hard time believing it wouldn't be a good time. I would sit and watch all of it. I would love a couple seasons of it, not just one. I feel like that show is one of the ones that transcends time, which is like one of the biggest requirements for me too, is like, is this show able uh, able and capable of being able to be transparent to multiple of different genres of ages, right? So can Gen Z's like it? Can the new alphas like it? Can millennials like it? Can the boomers like it? If you can find a show that's able to carry so many different fandoms within it, doesn't that sound like a show that should be deserving of an anime, right? Like, that's like a lot of the criteria I had to go through. I had to really sit down and ask myself, what would make for a good anime? And a lot of the time, I'm seeing with a lot of these shows coming out every new season, it seems like it's just random. Like, it seems like they're literally just grabbing whatever good manga or Shonen Jump show is doing well from sales or reading attributes or users that are at least keeping up with it, that they kind of just go with it because they know that they're going to be guaranteed fans. Well... I promise you with the rest of my lists I have here, and I haven't even gotten into movies or video games, these are massive followings. And again, I'm probably sure most of these can't happen because of licensing, but God help me almighty, I would love to see a Seinfeld episode in anime where <laughs> you 
just have George and Jerry sitting in a coffee shop talking, and Kramer just busts in, talks about something crazy, and then a girl is just... I would love it, man. I would love it. I think personally, it would be a solid-ass show, and I, I would really love it. Now, the next few I'm going to mention here, this is going to be a good conversation. So a lot of the things that people say about Avatar The Last Airbender is that it is not an anime, right? One of the tales as old as time, the debates that so many people constantly have is, oh, Avatar The Last Airbender, it's a cartoon, it's made here in the States, there's no way you can consider it an anime. It wasn't made in Eastern culture, it wasn't made by their animators, it wasn't originally created in Japanese, pause, you're right, okay? If you want to get analytical and break down every single microchasm of things that have to be actually accomplished or within a bracket to be considered an anime, sure. Anime is a type of animation style that's made in the Eastern culture by Japanese descent and it's created, edited, uh, voice acted, all of that. And then we get a hold of it and we dub it for ourselves. I get it, I understand it, I love it. That's why I'm an anime fan. But let's talk about League of Legends, okay? League of Legends had their show come out and it was done and i think either france or i think it was paris or french or whatever it was the league of legends one that came out arcade that was not done in eastern culture okay let's just really talk about this for a sec if somebody came up to me and we were talking about anime and we were talking about their favorite shows if they told me arcane was their favorite anime i would not correct them I would rift with them and tell them how amazing of an effing show it was. And I, I can technically consider that a masterpiece of a show too on Netflix. Arcane. What? The animation style was so dope. It was a breath of fresh air. It was unique and different. And I liked it. Sure, it might not be a Japanese made product. But I still consider it anime. It's animation. So if somebody wants to talk about a lot of the cartoony designs here in the States or America. So Avatar The Last Airbender. If somebody tells me it's their favorite anime, I'm not going to be upset at them. They're not technically correct, but are they wrong? Like, really? Uh, 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 honey, like, just, you know, like that character. Just, uh, are they wrong? It is animation. It's just different culture. It's still the same, though. We're all human beings, right? Just because I was born in America, my mom was born in Macedonia, my dad's born in Germany. Doesn't mean we're all different. Still humans. I'm just saying. I don't correct people. I just think it's something that's a little extreme when people get into it. If you want to get down the specifics, I get it. But I think to solve this issue, and this is why I put it down here, I would love Avatar The Last Airbender to get a remake. I would love for it to be remade. I would love for it to be done at one of like Wit Studio or MAPPA or something or Trigger or any Polex. I would love Avatar The Last Airbender to get a remake again to make the show even better, newer, fresher, better animation style. Can you imagine like Avatar The Last Airbender with Demon Slayer style animation? And we got Uncle Iroh just sitting there telling us stuff. Oh, ho, ho, you must learn, Zuko. I would love it. I think Aang and the adventures they go through and seeing the four different types of elements, bruh. I would think it would transcend and bring even more fans in because we already know the fandom is huge with Avatar. Look at how it's coming back live adaptation. Look how I think they said in 2025, they're going to do a future one where they're all grown up and they're going to do a movie that's going to be in theaters about it too. The fandom is there. Somebody should get on it and really try to find a way to remake it into an anime. I think it would transcend so much if they were able to do it. So now another one, and again, I'm doing a couple cartoons here because I would really like to see them as animes. Fairly Odd Parents. Pause. If you've ever had the privilege and honor to grow up when I was and to sit back 
and watch Timmy Turner. You're losing your fairy godparents. Timmy Turner and Cosmo and Wanda. The adventures this kid goes on and the amazing imagination that's in tuned with it and how he wishes for so many incredible things that gets him through a multitude of different stuff bringing him through icky vicky ew ew my shiny teeth and me dude i'm just saying that show when i was a kid got me in a great mood because it was something that was so cool like he comes from a family where the dad's just a ditz the mom doesn't really seem to care that much but he has these fairly odd parents that are there to grant him his every wish and desire and in doing so he learns a life lesson every part of the way he goes because a lot of the time he's doing stuff he shouldn't be doing and he's wishing for things he shouldn't and it kind of gets interesting with a lot of the way it goes so i thought if they were able to take that show and make it into an anime Imagine how good it would be with the animation style, the characters, the voice acting. Can you imagine Cosmo and Wanda? I just, I would just love to see who plays the Arnold Schwarzenegger like guard of the fairies. Oh, Timmy Turner, you broke again the law. You lose your fairy godparents. It's not a good Arnold, but you know, I feel still think it'd be amazing. I had to shout that one out. And then one more cartoon one real quick I had to talk about. We all know as anime fans... As men of culture, and I'm speaking for my men out there, yes, I assumed you're a man, I think Danny Phantom, oh my, pause, Danny Phantom put goth girls on the map before we even knew what goth girls were. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? the fact that Danny Phantom made me have crushes on fake characters, drawn characters, before I even knew what anime was? Danny Phantom was a G. The type of friends he had, and one in particular, I'm not going to spoil anything or say her name, this girl, there's a reason why the goth scene and the goth girls, it captures a lot of young men out there. They're dark, they're mysterious. I don't care about life. Life hates me. Take a D. (laughs) I just think that show was so cool. He's Danny Phantom, he's just 14, and his parents built something strange, a machine. I thought it was so cool to see... A Ghostbustery type of show embedded into a television cartoon of him fighting all of these different enemies and ghosts and all this stuff when his parents are technically ghost hunters, but he gets turned into like a half ghost, half human. Can you just imagine how dope that would be as an anime? Dog, if you're telling me no, number one, you don't like goth girls and that's shame on you. And number two, you don't like peak cartoon. That was one of our peak Nickelodeon phases, okay? Like, that was, that's a top 10 show. And if you say it isn't, I question what you watched. Like, really. You must have been a Disney Channel kid. And that's okay. You probably liked, you know, the hotel one with Zach and whatever the kid's name was. That's fine. Zach and Cody. That's fine. You got your style. I'm not hating on you. But give me that show. That would be one of the top ones on my list, okay? A couple cartoon ones I had to mention. So let's continue the shows real quick before we go into movies and video games. Another show I think that would be iconic as an anime is the twilight zone dog dogettes just chill for a sec on this one okay if you've never had the privilege of watching the old twilight zone august 25th 1925 esmeralda never knew what she really wanted in life And so on her adventures, she would always look for yearning in places that were never fruitful, but she would always give herself to the first suitor she found. Unfortunately, this suitor that she has found will be the last suit that she ever tailors. 
On this week's episode of The Twilight Zone, she will find disguise in the rags of riches. Stay tuned. <laughs> Actually, I think he ended with the phrase, The Twilight Zone. Oh my god. I would love to have an animated form, anime specific, of a guy being a narrator setting up a show episode that's episodic and you go into these superficial not even superficial i guess you guys sci-fi just out of the ballpark mind warping and altering stories of people going through some crazy situations that have some kind of a tie to themselves and things that we never really think about they suffer from or that they're addicted to, or this supernatural phenomena that they stumble into. There was one where it was this guy who would tell all of these fibs. He had the fish story. Oh, it was this big. Oh, it was Tucker Fryer. It was the guy's voice that actually plays the Fryer in the old Robin Hood movie, which was crazy when I connected both of them together. Random fact, I know. That one episode, the guy's always telling folklores about like, oh, he's always extravaganting stories and stuff, so nobody ever believes him. And then he meets aliens, and he tells everybody, like, oh, sure, you met aliens. I'm sure you did. I'm sure it was Cindy Lou Who from, you know, the Grinch. (laughs) But I was thinking to myself, how cool would it be if we can get a Twilight Zone show as an anime? Bruh, stop playing with me. I need this. Like, the more I'm going to talk about this stuff, I'm going to get depressed by the end of the show. I hope you know, like, I'm literally going to be sad. I'm going to have to eat my feelings. Like, I'm, I'm going to be sad to know that all of these will never be animated. But in my world, I hope they do. <laughs> I would love a Twilight Zone. I think it would be iconic. A breath of fresh air. Something new. I love mind-altering kind of shows that make you think a little bit. That's why another one that's on my list that's in comparison to this, that's a new age style of Twilight Zone, Black Mirror. Can you imagine a Black Mirror anime? Dog. The new season just came out of Black Mirror, which I'm going to be watching tonight when I eat some food after I'm done recording all this stuff. Black Mirror. Okay, everybody, I'm going to get close to the camera here. Scoo, zoom into my face. We live Black Mirror. Do you understand that it's not something that's make-believe? This is real? And it's happening all around us? It's real. (laughs) People don't realize this whole Black Mirror show is a trip, dude. The social credit scoring where every time you talk to somebody, you got to rate them. How different are we now? We live in a cancel culture society where the first time you say something that's out of pocket, up. Did he just say what I think he said? Did he just call her a woman? Cancel, 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 cancel. It's true, though. Like, everything, if you go watch that show, and the guy that's from Up, I think it's Jordan Peele, or I don't remember his name, he's, like, on this one where they live underground, and they have to ride these bikes to collect money, and then he, like, spends it all for this girl to get a chance at, like, American Idol, and they turn her into a porn star? Like, bro. The subtle truths that are hidden in disguise, and that show in particular, Black Mirror, I have so much love and respect for because it's not just made up stuff. And if you could take that and put it into an anime form, bruh, like people don't realize this. I preach and I tell people all the time, anime is the best form of entertainment because it is a truly imaginative stage where you can create a world out of nothing or just lose all of your creativity and just say I'm reborn as a vending machine because what else is left to be reborn as? A bag of salt? A potato chip? Eat it? I just think Black Mirror as well as Twilight Zone, adios <sighs> gato. I would love that and I would, I'd probably give up a rib. If you wanted to take one of my ribs out for that, I'd probably take it. I know they say women come from the rib. I don't know. I think I'd take an anime from the rib instead right now. <laughs> okay. Just one more to mention. Okay, two more, two more, two more. Another show I would love, 
is X-Files. If you never were a 90s kid or whenever that show was very prominent, it was based on like aliens, extraterrestrials. And I still remember to this damn day, I stumbled across back when we had like antennas. I know my age is showing here, I'm 30. When we had antennas on TVs and you had to like connect to channels two through 13, it was one night and I stumbled across an X-Files show and it was a guy singing a car with a girl. And I was like, what is this about? This is kind of dark, this is kind of scary. What's X-Files? And the dude's tongue comes up as like an alien and it's long and it's like, ah, and it just sticks on her face. And she's like, ah, and I was like, never again. I'm scared shitless and I can't sleep now for four weeks. I'll always remember that, but it was such a mind-altering warp. And what's prevalent right now all over social media? Aliens, UFOs, crashing into the backyard of a Vegas resident. Let's go live. Oh, above a strip club, there's just lights flashing in the clouds. All of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, like it just, they just, they're here. No, 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 they've never existed. Maybe they have, no, they're, they're here. Can you imagine a show based on that? I've never seen one. I don't think like anything like that even exists in an anime setting. I would love that. I know maybe it's not a part of the culture, but I think it's time to broaden our horizons. I would love that. I would love to see a show like X-Files that touches on the extraterrestrial kind of things and brings it into like maybe a fun progressive or episodic vibe. I'm really down with episodics. I mean, I can chill, I can get down, and I think that would be a mind-altering warp. And then the last one, Spartacus. Because I really love Spartans. I was a big fan of 300. Madness. This is Sparta. Dog. I'm in love with Vikings. I'm just in love with like these overly manly men that are just like fighting to die to go to Valhalla. Can you give me Spartans? Hoorah. Hoorah. Where they literally like their goal in life is just to never be defeated. Give me Spartacus. I remember watching that TV show. And when I was watching it, I got so involved into it because of the Greek mythology setting, the Spartans and how they fight one another for freedom. And they're also in the arena fighting for the, the what was it, like Caesar? Are they pharaohs? Are they emperors? Are they kings? I don't know. But they're definitely ruling the shit. I just think that would be also dope because after I was introduced to Vinland Saga and I got to see the depth that Vikings have to them and how you can connect these stories and characters and make me really involved into the story and love it, give me Spartans. Yes, please. I'll sign the check and I will stamp it with love. I think that would be awesome. So those are just a few of the shows that kind of came to my peripheral of things I would love to be made into anime, but... We're not done yet. And I know you're probably sitting there thinking, Alex, you already gave me so much to think about. I don't know if my brain can uh, process more. Well, trust me, I'm sweating and I'm schvelting in my room because summertime's here. We're going to continue this. Let's go to movies. Now, the first one I'm going to mention is going to blow your mind. Follow me. The Matrix. Can you imagine the Matrix franchise? I don't accept that last one. The newest Matrix, that is not a Matrix. That is, that is, that is garbage. Absolutely garbage. They put NPH into a, sh a movie he didn't need to be in. I love NPH. You leave him alone. The Matrix is literally, they just switched it. Oh, it's not him now, it's her. Okay. What? We're just in a different layer of the Matrix? It was so dumb. There was no need for it to be made. And what really sucks is that they told the creators that they were going to do it without them. So that's why they ended up doing it anyways, which is shitty to say. But just take the first three Matrixes, right? The first movie itself with Neo, the one. Dude, the fact that you're bringing, and which is, by the way, I think The Matrix is like a documentary these days because like just being in The Matrix seems to be like a catchy, like woke thing to say. If you can take that concept, Agent Smith's, 
the matrix that they're stuck within, all plugged into this virtual reality world that's sucking their life force and using it as robotic fuel snail juice. Can you imagine an anime based on the matrix? I present to you everything that is from that show. And you tell me how that would not be a dope one to two season thing. If not three, one per movie. Dog, I, I would be in love. That's one of my all-time top 10 movies of all time. I hope you know that. The first Matrix is iconic. It literally defined a genre of cybermedic, mind-altering, futuristic, robotic syndrome like the Terminator in a sense and made you think about the concept of what we are doing with our lives. I loved it. So if you can give me that in an anime setting to watch Neo become the one with Trinity and Morpheus? Dog. And you don't even have to stick with the main storyline. You could have fun and branch off and do other stuff with it. Sign me up. I would love The Matrix. Another movie, I thought that would be really effing dope. The Kill Bill franchise. Now, shout outs to Timmy Tim Tim Tim, uh, one of the guests that was on the show. Tim is a mega Kill Bill fan. I believe he just got a Kill Bill tattoo and it was her animated, the main character. I can't wait to see it. Can you imagine Kill Bill? <laughs> It's the song, if you don't know it by now. Can you imagine Kill Bill as an anime? A shonen-based anime. F it. Make it a seinen. Make for for more adult audience, right? And give it the animation style that Demon Slayer has, UFO Table, whoever's in control of it, and really hyper-focus on everything that goes on in that franchise. I have a hard time believing people wouldn't lose their shit for that show. I have a hard time believing people who have never even seen Kill Bill, if it pops up for kids to watch as an anime, it'll be one of their top 10 of all time. I'm calling it now. You give Kill Bill an anime franchise, I have a hard time believing anybody would not fall in love with that show. Truly. Are you kidding me? The main chick's a badass. And everybody she's got to fight to find her daughter? And to get revenge to everybody who backstabbed her? Dog? I would love it. <laughs> I am somebody who is actually full send on this, and I'm upset that it's not possible. I told you I was going to get more depressed as the show went on, and now I'm, I'm upset. Let's keep going. Another movie that I think would be super dope, Lord of the Rings. I love medieval settings. It's why Spice and Wolf is one of my all-time favorite shows. If you could take Lord of the Rings, can you imagine Frodo and Sam... Sam, I must go on without you. I've got one ring and only one hoe to put it in. Don't you go without me, Mr. Frodo. You know you need me, Mr. Frodo. Who's going to carry your baggage when you're tired, Mr. Frodo? Who's going to keep away that schmeagle schmuggle golem away from you when you're tired, Mr. Frodo? But Sam, I can't take you with me. When I put the ring on, Sam, you can't see me. Oh, Mr. Frodo, just hold on to my dilly-dally and you will find me, Mr. Frodo. It's like the sorcerer in the stone, Mr. Frodo. Only Arthur can pull it out of you, Mr. Frodo. But Sam, I love you. I know, Mr. Frodo, you're my best friend, Mr. Frodo, and my lover. <laughs> if you tell me Frodo and Sam weren't lovers, you're bullshitting yourself. Bullshitting. Golem was just, you know, just the cuck in the corner. <laughs> Anyways, I think Lord of the Rings absolutely deserves an anime. I think the abundant amount of depth that show has from all the characters bringing the one ring to Mordor and throwing it in the fire pits that Saruman himself forged. Dog, I am a super fanatic. I'm somebody that has Lord of the Rings above Harry Potter. I'm somebody that has Lord of the Rings above Star Wars, putting these mega franchises against each other. Lord of the Rings 
is one of the most in-depth stories that has worlds upon worlds within one world. These different realms of dwarfs, elves, hobbitses, humans, goblins, and ghouls. It's just, it has so much to offer within a one world setting. I was in love. And how one conjoint problem brought all of them together to stop the evil that was trying to overtake them all of men and how men were overtaking themselves. Like, dude, people really don't give Lord of the Rings the credit it deserves. And it hurts my heart to know that that show is going to get lost in the sense of time. And as we move forward with new shows and stuff like that, most people are not even going to remember it. They're going to remember the newest one, which was like his uncle, like Schmeagel or whatever. I'm totally forgetting his, his uncle's name right now, but... They did like a whole different three off of that. Like, it's like the dragon one. It'll come back to me. But I just think Lord of the Rings as a franchise itself is one of the most iconic ones I've seen. Because if you ever have the time and you can go watch the director's uncut editions of each of these movies, which are like four to five hours long, you're in for a time of your life. You're in for one of the most in-depth and beautiful stories ever told to humankind. And I think it deserves an anime because I would love to see that. And I know they actually did a cartoon version. I think I still have the VHS edition where it's like super, 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 super old. And it's like an actual hour and a half to two hour movie. That's, I think, in a cartoon form. Loved it. I would love it as an anime. And I think it would slap. Slappity slap slap. Uh, Another movie that I think would be a mind altering thing that would be really fun is Inception. Can you imagine Leonardo himself, Leo DiCap, Inception? Worlds upon worlds, dreams within dreams, and realities within realities, animated, and you get to see those warped into a concept of how the world is, and how you don't know which one you're stuck within, and the vast majority of them trying to accomplish that one original mission within the movie, like, give me a season of that. Like, for example, you know how some of the greatest shows that we have seen that are one season animes just absolutely slap? Can you imagine if that was a one season anime, Inception? I know that's not as lustrous as a lot of these other ones I've talked about that have so much depth and volume, but Inception as a whole, the concept, I think would be great to see as a seasonal anime. I think as one season of an anime, it would absolutely slap. Another one? Shaving Ryan's Privates. I wish I knew how to quit you. I'm sorry. That was my uh, adult search engine. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Can you imagine a war movie set into an anime? Like a one to two season thing. We kind of got a war vibe element in 86, but not as much. Can you imagine a focal point war show that's just down in the grumps, in the slumps, in the trenches, focal point on that movie? If you have never seen Saving Private Ryan, it is one of the greatest movies of all time of the attributes of a war setting. I know Schindler's List a lot of people like because of the, the ties to it. But if you go watch Saving Private Ryan, and then it's offshoot of Shaving Ryan's Privates, uh, (laughs) I think the same creator of Boku no Pico made that one. It's a really good time. And in the sense of seeing what the reality is within that setting, people don't realize here in America, we are so effing spoiled. We are literally cattle. We're literally like pigs. We just sit here, eat all day, and bitch about our problems. You go watch that setting of World War One or World War Two, and the things these young men had to go through. There's pictures I've seen of people before war and after war. They age 50 years, it seems like. To give me a setting where you get to see bloodshed and this out-war setting that's just no holds bar. 
I think would be captivating and heart-wrenching. Because we've got a taste of that, like, say, for Vinland Saga, right? When you see these Vikings fighting different kingdoms and stuff. Imagine a war setting, though, with tanks, guns, and... Whew, I think it'd be hard to watch, but it needs to happen. Now, two horror ones. And I'm a big horror buff. I love horror shows and movies, especially. There's not enough of them as animes, like, not good enough ones. If you've never seen the movie It Follows... That needs to be an anime. It Follows is one of the most simplest concepts you could ever think about. A sexually transmitted paranormal entity that as soon as you have sex with somebody that this entity is following, it now follows you. And when it follows you, it's forever walking towards you. No matter where you are in the world, it's forever walking towards you. And it'll take different shapes. It'll look like different people. And nobody else can see it but you and it's always walking towards you it never sleeps it never stops and it never rests so it means eventually it will get to you oh my god it follows is one of the craziest horror movies i've seen because the concept is so simple it's an std it's literally like based off an std but it's a paranormal std and once it gets to you and ends your life it goes back to the next person and keeps going and going until the original one. What an effing concept. It's just like that movie Smile, I believe it was. It's like a newer horror movie where it passes on from person to person when somebody dies after seven days, like The Ring. I would love to see It Follows. I think that would be a horrific anime and one of the most gut-wrenching and just anxiety-ridden shows I would love to watch. I think it would be supreme. Another horror one real quick. Can you imagine Blair Witch Project as an anime? A first-hand account. I don't think this has ever been done. An anime that's supposed to be animated as somebody who's recording it, like through a, a cameraman's perspective, because I know there's that meme where it says, like, the strongest character in the anime world is the cameraman because he's always following the fight scenes. Can you imagine if an anime was actually created to be a third-person kind of an experience where it's like you're you're seeing it through a camera perspective rather than being a part of it. Can you really like fathom that? I don't even know if it's capable of being done like as an animated thing. Can you animate something as a camera viewpoint? Like that's just, I've, I've thought about it and I know it'd be shaky and stuff kind of like Cloverfield, the movie, which was super good by the way. If you could find a way to make that happen, if you've never seen the original Blair Witch, it was one of the most cheapest movies ever made, like investment wise, because it was three people and like I think a couple crew members out in the woods recording. And it turned out to be one of the most gut wrenching and horrific movies people watched in movie theaters because of the suspense it made and the environment it puts you within. It was freaky as F. I watched the newest one. It's like the continuation of the Blair Witch now where they have like actual, like a whole crew of people. They like, you actually see the witch a little bit. They invest in cinematography and stuff. It's really good, but that original aura that it brings on an anime setting, we need more horror shows. Okay, everybody out there, directors, writers, producers, whoever's listening. Stop giving me isekais, at least for a year. Start giving me more horror shows. I need scary. I need crazy. I don't need Miryaku-chan, where it's like a fun version of it. I need gut-wrenching. Give me that giant insect island stuff where people are just getting massacred. You want to know why I say that? Here, give me a saw. The Saw franchise. You know how dark and just gut-wrenching it is and how sick it makes you feel inside to watch these people die the way they do? I want to play a game. It's been coming to my attention that you love watching anime so much. So can you watch yourself watching anime? Watching this self. Dude, can you imagine a Saw 
series as an anime show or a movie, whatever it may be, dog, I think it would be so well done. I think that would actually transcend the categories of horror because I don't think there's enough horror shows out there to even really have like a fandom for it in anime. It's really not there yet. So I hope that that can be like more of a consistent thing moving forward. But give me those. I absolutely love those. Uh, two other fun ones I thought about too were Indiana Jones. Can you just imagine like a guy that's just going through and having these adventures, like a, Rora, a Laura Croft kind of a thing where he's just, he's going through and adventuring, just going to new pyramids and undercover things and discovering all these new areas. I think that'd be cool as an anime perspective. And also the mummy, the original Brendan Fraser ones, dog. Give me an Egyptian setting where this mummy comes back to life and they have to all work together to stop him from destroying the world. Like those just seem like such cool concepts to me. I think those two would be transcendent and also a very fun time to watch. And the lover of me, this is the last one I'll mention for the movies that need to be made into an anime. A notebook. Yeah, I'm a simp in that sense. Like uh, I don't simp over people anymore. I'm done with that. Now that's dead and gone. That's like Justin Timberlake said. I'm just a helpless romantic. I'm somebody who, if I give my life and heart to somebody, you get all of me. I don't hold back. No holds bar. The Notebook, it wrenches me. If you go back and watch that movie, man, like, it's it tests any man. Like, it's just like Marley and Me. I've never seen Marley and Me, a movie that's based on a dog and its owner, and seen more grown men cry in my life than I did on that movie when I left the movie theaters. Absolutely insane. So now, let's do this before we get out of here. I want to mention a couple quick video games because I did tell you about The Last of Us and how that was made into an actual show series on HBO. Couple video games here. Diablo. So now Diablo is a Blizzard game and it's in Diablo 4 right now. This is the fourth edition and installment. It just came out about a month ago. And this game is everything I could have yearned for and wanted as a Diablo fan. Spanning all the way back to Diablo 1 I played with my dad, right? Diablo is insane. It is one of the most deep and dark and just, oh, craziest lores you could ever dive into. And the world of Sanctuary and the Nephilims defending to fight Diablo, Lilith, Bale, whoever is the enemy. We're trying to protect the world and save it. I think if you gave the funding and were able to make something like, think of Castlevania, how dope Castlevania was on Netflix, give me the Diablo lore as an anime and I will pay you whatever you ask of me. Please, I beg you, Blizzard, need some cash and sell off the rights. I would love to see a Diablo anime. Another couple ones that I have to shout out here. Shout out to the homie at Choose Fitness, this guy who loves the podcast, by the way. He said to bring up Fallout. I think he said the newest one. I'm trying to remember exactly which one he said, but the Fallout franchise, he said he would love to see that. Me personally, I would love to see Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is coming out, I think, with 16 now or whatever it is for PlayStation exclusive for PS5. I think if you took Final Fantasy and picked whatever one of the fan favorites are, seven, my personal favorite is 10, uh, nine is really cool too. If you can make a Final Fantasy setting in a world and give us like a movie or a series, I think it would be very iconic. And I think so many people would enjoy it and kind of have a nostalgic flashback because of how old Final Fantasy really is, man. It spans back to like late 90s, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, early 2000s. It would be a great franchise and a fun one to watch. A couple more video games, and this one I really mean it. I've been noticing how this Billy Idol song is going viral on TikTok. That's what I, you know, I was singing the show in the prep where it's like, I'm all out of hope. 
And nothing else to see. It's just you and me. I don't know the lyrics, but how that song's going viral on TikTok. They connected it to a Silent Hill clip. Silent Hill 2, to be specific. I need a Silent Hill anime in my life. I'm a diehard Silent Hill fan. I love the movies. I love the video games. The next step is an anime. Now, I don't know who I have to get in contact with. They were trying to make a new Silent Hill video game, but something happened. They pulled the plug on it. Whoever's out there and whoever has the power, and if you have never played the Silent Hill video games back on the old PlayStation, do yourself a favor and spend the cash and go find an old PS2 Slim Edition and find a copy of Silent Hill 2. You will fall in love with this damn game. One of the best games of all time. Silent Hill, I would love an anime franchise because the type of connection it has which is an actual place by the way silent hill in pittsburgh did you know silent hill is based on a place where they were trying to a small town in pittsburgh they were trying to get rid of a landfill of garbage so they set it on fire to burn it all out not knowing that there was an underground shaft attached to it the fire shot underground shot into their coal mine lit the coal mine on fire and to this day it is still burning underground and it rains ash from the sky it is one of the craziest, coolest concepts that's based on reality. And they made a game and movies off of it and tied this horrific horror element to it of witch hunting. And they ended up killing some little girl who comes back as like this entity that just wants to get revenge on everybody. Oh, my effing gato. I love Silent Hill so much. It is one of my all-time favorite video games and absolutely deserves to have an anime. If you don't think so, you don't know Peak. And you're probably the same person who was talking crap on the trailer of One Piece, even though I don't even care for One Piece, and I'm defending it. Should say something, right? Okay, a couple more video games. Grand Theft Auto. I think it would be very fun to see from a Japanese perspective what they really think about the American culture. Can you imagine a Grand Theft Auto anime series? They can even make it a comedy. Like, truly. They can turn us into such a, hum uh, like a humorous concept. I would love to see how they truly think about us. Because, I mean, honestly, outside of America... I don't think we look the best to the world. We had Trump and Biden. Like, we're not doing good as, like, a political mascot because that's what all parent, uh, presidents are, just mascots. I don't think we look really good outside the country. Like, we're, we're, we can't get along with nothing or nobody. We're fighting over everything. Can you imagine, like, Grand Theft Auto made as an anime and just how they view our culture from their perspective? Sign me up. I'm all about it. I think it's so dope. Mortal Kombat, I think would be very dope as well. A fighting-based game because we got to see the actual movie that recently came out and how cool that was. Imagine attaching it to like an anime setting and having fun with that. Halo? Halo. Oh my god. Master Chief animated. You better never take your helmet off, but I would love to see him go on the rings and just dominate every attribute of life. I would love to see him fighting the grunts, um, the elites, I just, it would be so cool because there's so much depth to every game that I'm mentioning here. It has so much validity, uh, valid, uh, validity, volume, depth, velocity. There's a better word. I think it would be amazing to see that one. Also, I have to make sure I mention this one, Zelda. Now, I know Mario just recently got a movie and everybody's loving it because peaches, 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 I love you. I know everybody's loving that. Zelda, though. Zelda is one of the oldest franchises from a gaming perspective that is still consistently releasing new games to this day, like on the Switch and everything. I think there's so much volume and there's so much you can do with it. 
and so much fun you could do. Not only do I think that you can make it a live adaptation in a movie, in a real standpoint, but as an animation side too for a show or a series, I think there's so much to offer there. And I think also the story too that the fandom that has the love for it, you would be able to grab so many people in an instant to be supportive of it and to watch it. And I think that's what it comes down to. And now I'm sure I could sit here and go on and on and on. Like I didn't even mention God of War or Red Dead Redemption and stuff. It's just a concept that I wanted to bring to your attention. And I wanted to show you that with the world of anime growing and how I've kind of evolved this conversation with you for this podcast tonight, that's what this is about. Anime now is starting to bracket into the live adaptation realm, and it's starting to become real shows, live shows. The same attribute now needs to be taken, and I hope that there's a way for them to work with other cultures or companies or whatever it is, and taking some of our favorite TV shows, movies, or video games, and making them into animes, whether it be shows or movies. I think there's a lot of room here for the progressional growth of the franchise of anime, because I meant it when I said it. Most people who watch anime right now, they're not anime fans. They just love some of the shows. Like myself, I work at a sports station. I'm nowhere near a sports fan. I never watch sports games. I don't even have a team I root for. I'm not a sports fan. To, for somebody to consider that, you have to be a diehard. You have to live, breathe, watch all different sports, be a uh, research on it and all that stuff. That's not me. I love anime. I leave it. I breathe it. I watch it. I consume it. I, have, I wear it every day on my arm. It's on my room. Like It's just... That's a true fandom when you're a fanatic about it. And it's okay if you're not. You can love certain shows, but this is the future that I think will transcend anime within our Western culture. I think it's another thing to have congruity and to bring the cultures together as well. Because imagine if the United States are our type of Disney, right? And all this stuff, which Disney has been showing that they're taking Star Wars and making animes out of it too, the vision stuff. Can you imagine, though, if there was a way to bring everybody together and to have this one giant hub where all of our favorite things of all time, whatever creative format it's in, movies, television, video games, can now, can now transfer over and to be an anime? I think it's the next step, and I think that's the future I'm going to try to manifest, and I'm going to try to bring it out there, and that's why I did this show. That's why I think this was something unique. Just like shout-outs to Space Cowboy, the whole anime draft show. Who's talking about creating their own show by drafting stuff like in a sports setting? Nobody. But that's the fun part. This is supposed to be random. This is supposed to be ever-growing, and it's supposed to be authentic. It's supposed to be kind of evolving as we talk about it. So that's why, after going through all this with you, I can definitively say... This needs to happen. I wish we could write to our local affiliates and representatives and city council members and get this shit moving to pass a bill. Like, this needs to happen. All of these things I mentioned, and these are just my perspective, think about yourself. And think about how many things you truly love. And if they were able to transfer it over to one of your favorite genres and entertainment platforms as an anime, game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> so I had fun with this. I'm very thankful that you guys stayed and had this fun with me. And if you're watching on YouTube to watch all these video podcasts now, you literally got to see it go from night to almost uh, daytime to night in my room. And thankfully, I have this new lighting setup. But this was a lot of fun, man. I'm glad that I could do this. Shout outs to Scoo again for being able to put all of this together for a YouTube setting. Make sure you go follow his channel because he's starting to do a lot of content too. And I love the kids so much. We got to help him grow as well. 
and yourself. Like, you guys can find me anywhere. I'm always on every social platform. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Twitter. I'm posting this stuff again. I'm making content. I want to do this for a living. So this is my way to show it to you. I'm authentic. If you guys go, and I heavily recommend it, watch the video YouTubes. If you're only used to the audio podcasting, watch the video side because it's one take. It's raw, and it's me rifting for an entire hour, and Scoo just has fun with it. This shows you I'm passionate, and this shows you I'm meant to do this, and this is why I love it. It's because I appreciate this, and I feel like just doing it to do it, it's not enough anymore. We need authenticity back, and that's why I'm glad you stayed a while and listened. (laughs) So again, thank you so much. I challenge you in the Discord, all my Discord family members, tell me what things you would love to see as an anime and why. Let me know what you think would be good and a fun setting to watch. And also you can look forward to next week, the summer preview. It's here, it's time, and there's some big shows coming back as sequels or continuations I don't even think you're aware of, and we really need to talk about it. So thank you for staying a while and listening, being a part of the family, and watching me sweat my ass off, because now that it's summertime, there's going to be at least a couple of these video podcasts I do where I am sweating my ass off. It's going to be fun, it's going to be hot, and it's going to be great. Make sure you like and rate the show on whatever platform you're listening. Leave a like and a comment and keep supporting anime your way. Whether it's dubbed, whether it's subbed, whether it's something that not a lot of people like, it's not a popular show, or it's something that everybody likes like One Piece, love it your way, do as you wish. I'm just here to give you something to think about. Love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys all next week. Anime Senpai, out! Hey, hey, hey.